welcome to Big Booth Bets. It's the Get the Money Podcast. I am Nate Stevenson, and I am flying solo again this week. It should be a couple more weeks here. Boo should be jumping back on with us, so we're looking forward to that. And unfortunately, no Tony today. He had an unfortunate family situation pop up, so uh, just everybody send your well wishes out to him. As for the football side of things, unfortunately, last week was a, a near miss in terms of a, an awesome week. We ended up finishing 6-5-1, and one, and those wins were Cincinnati minus 3.5, Giants minus 2.5, Chicago and Giants under 39.5, which kept with the trend of every game between Chicago and New York. Um, the last three years, and now the last four being under 33 and a half because that total finished at 32. So just something to keep in mind there for the future. Philly minus six and a half. Uh, a little bit of a scare early there. They uh, Jacksonville jumped out to a 14-0 lead, but uh, Philly still ended up covering by eight. So a uh, good win there. I know a lot of the public was on the Jags, so always nice when we're when we're on the right side, but a lot of other people quote-unquote experts, are not. Uh, Seattle plus three and a half, also a winner. A lot of people were on the lines. Again, we were, we were against a lot, of the, a lot of the experts, so we like, we, like when we're, we like when we're standing on an island here. With a win, that is, of course. <laughs> and then our, our sixth and final winner of the week, we actually got a teaser right. Oh, my God. The end times are coming. Um, Atlanta and Arizona. We uh, won that teaser. And then our losses were the Steelers minus three. Uh, tough, tough one there. Steelers up 20 to 10 in the fourth quarter. You, that's, you can normally seal and deliver that one for, for a win, not just for uh, straight up, but um, against the spread up 10 when the Steelers are only favored by three. They let two fourth quarter touchdown drives up to the uh, – I still think very crappy Zach Wilson. So that was a tough one to swallow. Also, Jets, Pittsburgh, under 41 and a half. Same thing. Those two touchdown drives just doomed us. It was, it was, a, the total was at 30 in the fourth quarter. Looking like the Steelers are going to ride the, ride out that victory and that defensive performance and then just choked it away. So two tough losses there. Cleveland, Atlanta, over 47. We were looking real good early in the game. Uh, Cleveland went down. Uh, early in the game, and uh, I believe settled for a field goal. I'm, I'm drawing a little bit of a blank. There was definitely some points left on the board in the first quarter. Total ended at 43. I feel like we should have at least pushed or, or if not covered, um, over 47. So that was a rough one. And then the Denver-Kansas City teaser. Chiefs obviously took care of their part. Denver, of course, missed an extra point to lose by nine. We had Denver plus eight and a half. So we lost that teaser by a half a point due to a missed extra point. That was a tough one. And our last teaser was Green Bay and the Rams. Uh, the Rams were covering until the late pick six by Stafford. And then the Packers, of course, uh, only won by three. So that would have been a push. So check your book, um, whether or not that's graded out as a loss or win as far as being paid out. Um, for most, most books I do believe will just, uh, they'll just drop the, uh, push leg of the teaser and they'll still just pay out the, uh, other portion. 
So make sure you pay attention to that. But again, for grading purposes, that would be a push for us if LA didn't blow it. <laughs> but alas, um, again, we were 6-5-1 and one last week. And uh, we're going to move on to this week. And our first game this week we already put in was the Broncos and the Colts. Uh, I'm recording on a Friday morning here, so that game already we already knows the result of that game. I'm still smarting a little bit from the result, result of that game. I don't know what the heck is going on with Russell Wilson, but uh, what was a literally a rock fight in a field goal fest with no touchdowns scored for the first time since 2017. The Colts ended up winning 12 to nine in overtime. We had, I did give out the Broncos minus three earlier in the week. And for the longest time, it looked like we at worst were going to push. And then at the end of the game, as most of you probably know, Russ decides to throw an interception instead of just uh, take the safe play and either get the, get the first down and kneel out the game or kick the field goal to go up by six, which I believe we probably win our bet instead of lose it. So tough start to the week with uh, losing our first money pick minus Broncos minus three. So we're already on one, but uh, let's hope that the rest of these uh, pan out and uh, we have our best week of the year. And with that, we're going to move on to our first Sunday game of the week, the uh, London game, which is the Giants at the Packers. Packers are laying seven and a half points, totals 41 and a half. Uh, no official pick here. I do lean laying the points with the Packers, but just with the way they run their offense, they're definitely not as explosive as they ha- as they have been. Uh, I do think there's chances for improvement with some of the young talent they have a wide receiver, but still not still just haven't gelled enough for me to want to lay seven and a half against the Giants team. It's been pretty feisty and does have an improved ground game and a healthy Saquon Barkley. You have the Packers that their we- their weak link on their defense is their run defense. So the Giants do have the capability here to run the ball, keep this one close. Uh, I do think the Packers win. So I would lean laying the points of the Packers. But that's all we can do there. I think if you really want to get any action on this game under 41 and a half is worth a look. Um, again, just because like I said, Giants like to run the ball and the Packers as previously stated, not that explosive. So I think if you're looking to get on this game under 41 and a half is where you should go. But no official pick, and we're going to move on. Next game is the Seattle Seahawks at the New Orleans Saints. Saints are laying five and a half, totals 46 and a half. I'd lean laying the five and a half with the Saints here and the over. The Seattle's just been a sieve on defense. And uh, they, they still do have some weapons on offense. The Saints have been under one of the teams that have been underperforming this year on both sides of the ball. You have Jameis Winston injured, um, Michael Thomas injured. I'm not sure. Jameis might play. I believe Thomas is trending towards out. But uh, no matter who plays quarterback for the Saints, I do think they have a chance. They do have a chance to get this cover with how bad the Seattle D has been and um, also points to be scored with uh, how good the Seattle offense has been recently. So, Lean Saints laying the points, lean over, no official pick. We're going to move on. And our next game is the Pittsburgh Steelers getting 14 at the Buffalo Bills. Total is 46 and a half. Gave this one out earlier in the week. It, and uh, we got the Steelers at 14 and a half. It's still 14, so still, we're still, 
uh, getting two touchdowns here on the Steelers. But a lot of it, some of this is narrative based. Some is some. This is basically a a combo narrative based, statistically based back play here. When the Steelers are big underdogs, is as much as I don't like how Tomlin does certain things and his penchant to choke in the playoffs over the past decade, and I love to argue with most of my friends about, they do generally cover big numbers. And this is the largest underdog the Steelers have been since the 1960s. I think I think they have a chance here. I'm not saying they're going to win, but history will tell you when the Steelers get double digits, it, you don't bet against them. It's basically an auto bet. The Bills' defense, they're not going to throw a bunch of com- complex look at you, complex, complex looks at you, and that's key with having K- rookie Kegney Pickett getting his first start. And I think the Steelers will score enough points to keep this close enough to get the cover against the Bills' defense that you got to remember still isn't completely healthy. So Steelers, plus 14.5, we already locked that in. We're liking it. So let's get that money. And the next game is the Chicago Bears at the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings currently laying 17 and a half. Total is 44. Again, another one we locked in earlier the week earlier in the week uh, when the Vikings were getting six and a half. So uh, right now getting some good CLV here with the line currently being a seven and a half. When we got that six and a half earlier in the week, it was the last one. Um, that I could find anywhere, and that was still at DraftKings. So glad we locked the Vikings in under a touchdown. There's a chance you'll get some some uh, buyback on the Bears closer to the game. So if you still want to get in on the Vikings, wait. It, you might get you might be able to at least get a seven somewhere. And um, as we all know, the Bears are awful and couldn't beat the Giants with Saquon running the Wildcats. So do we really think that they're going to keep it under a touchdown against the Vikings team that? Uh, I feel do feel comfortable saying does have a better offense than the no quarterback offense the Giants were end, ended up having to run for part of the fourth quarter last week. So we like the we like the Vikings by we like the Vikings by at least a touchdown. Um, so we're going to keep that locked in and get that money. Our next game is the Houston Texans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacks, Jacksonville is laying seven totals forty three and a half. Lean here is laying the points with the Jags, but right now this is new territory for the Jags. Normally they're the ones getting seven. Now they're now they're giving seven. And the Texans have been kind of a pesky bunch to start the year. I want to see the Jags prove it here as favorites. Uh, my my lean is to take the to lay the points with the Jags, but. Um, but don't really feel much more comfortable doing anything other than taking them on the money line and some parlays. And that's all we're going to do. And we're going to move on to the next game, which is the Miami Dolphins minus three at the New York Jets. Totals 46. I love Miami in this spot. Uh, everybody knows how, what I think about Zach Wilson and the Jets. I still don't think the Jets are very good. I don't think you're going to see much of a drop off at all here in this Miami offense. You have a good veteran quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater. Honestly, probably has a stronger arm than than Tua, so maybe you'll see even a couple more deep balls. And I, I don't think this is this is I don't think he's ever played with more skill at wide receiver. Uh, maybe close in Denver, but I mean, you see what the Denver offense looks like right now. So uh, I like uh, I, I love the skill he's playing with. 
in Miami, and I feel comfortable saying he's never played with anything better than what he has right now, wide receiver. Dolphins are only laying three. I think if they don't lose to the Bengals and you have all the drama and stuff going on, this this line might be five or six. So I think we're getting a discount here with the Dolphins. We're, we already locked that line in earlier this week as well. Uh, right now you can still find threes, but I, I still do think that uh, some of those are going to disappear. So up to you if you want to grab it now. I'd still advise grabbing it now. But again, we already grabbed it. We already locked it in, and we're going to get that money. Our next game is the Atlanta Falcons at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is laying nine and a half. Total is 46 and a half. I think this is a big letdown spot for the Falcons here after coming off two straight upset wins and four straight covers to start the year, unbelievably. A um, couple big injuries. Pitts is questionable. Cordero Patterson is out. He's been a huge part of their offense. So definitely a downgrade there for the Atlanta offense. Mariota, one of the worst passers in the league from a clean pocket. And the reason I say that is Tampa is pretty good at rushing the passer. And although Mariota obviously can get some yards on the ground as a running quarterback, that matters for your fantasy team. They're still going to need to throw the ball. And if when Mario does not completing the passes that he should be, that just spells disaster for an already handicapped Falcons offense without Patterson. So um, not looking good for the, for the Falcons perspective from the Tampa Bay perspective, Bucks coming off two straight home losses and Tom Brady rarely loses two in a row. Do we really think he's going to lose three in a row on top of that? The Bucks have covered by at least 13 since Arthur Smith has become the head coach of the Falcons. So that means Tom Brady is going to get this cover for you. Feel comfortable locking in nine and a half, just like we are right now. And we're going to get that money. All right, our next game is the Detroit Lions getting three and a half points at the New England Patriots. Total is 45 and a half. So we locked this in early this week, earlier this week, after hearing that uh, Mac Jones was supposed to be out four to six weeks. And big surprise, Patriots are doing Patriot-like things with the injury report. There's a chance that Mac Jones might play. So you can actually get some three and a halves out there right now with the uh, news that Jones might be suiting up a quarterback for the Patriots, which is a big deal. We, Like I said, we locked the Lions in at three. I still think that's not a horrible bet. Don't like it nearly as much if uh, Jones end up Jones ends up playing quarterback, but uh, we'll see. But as for now, we're going to live with the plus three and that high flying Lions offense, and hopefully they can at least keep it close, if not pull out a victory for us. And we're going to keep it locked in and get that money. Our next game is the Tennessee Titans at the Washington Commanders. Commanders are getting two and a half points. Totals 43. I just, I'm not sure where to go in this game. Traylon Burks is out for the Titans. That's going to hurt their offense. Um, the Titans are a big run-based offense, obviously, with Henry. Washington has actually had one of the better run defenses in the, in the league. So, for you know, for what it's worth, I, I would lean Washington getting the two and a half, but they've just looked so crappy 
to start the year here. I don't want to, I don't feel comfortable picking anything total 43. I mean, that's right around where it should be probably. So uh, we're, we are passing everything on this game and moving on to our next game, which is the Los Angeles chargers currently laying two at the Cleveland Browns totals 47 and a half. This is one of the ones we did not get good CLV on at the moment. I had the chargers minus three locked in earlier this week. And that was when, at the moment, Clowney was supposed to be out and Garrett was questionable. Well, now Garrett is trending towards playing and Clowney is miraculously potentially going, potentially leaning towards at least questionable. So I, I definitely I definitely think that's the reason for this line movement. Keep an eye on it. It might go the other way. I still like the Chargers to win. I like them at minus three. I still like them at minus two. Even if those two play, they're not going to be fully healthy. So uh, I think you can feel comfortable grabbing the Chargers. But uh, uh, but alas, we are locked in as far as our official show picks for what we what I locked in earlier the week. So we're gonna keep that lock and get that money. Next game is the 49ers laying six and a half. They are at the Carolina Panthers. Total is 38 and a half. This is not a hard pick. This is not a hard pick at all. This is 49ers all the way, all the way. Matt Rule, head coach of the Carolina Panthers, is 1-26 straight up when an opponent scores 17 or more. The 49ers do that 85% of the time and are 18-7 on the road with Jimmy G. So I think you can take the 49ers to the bank winning the game and with how bad the Carolina offense has been and how good the San Francisco defense's win has been. I think the under a touchdown, laying under a touchdown with the 49ers is a spot you cannot go wrong in. So we're going to lock that in and get the money. Next game is the Philadelphia, I almost called them the Philadelphia Phillies, probably because uh, playoff baseball is on today. The Philadelphia Eagles are laying five at the Arizona Cardinals, totals 49. Philly just looks like an unstoppable force, honestly, on, on both sides of the ball. Love what I'm seeing from Jalen Hurts and that offense. Defense looks awesome. And they get to face an Arizona team that just looks meh. I mean, normally Kingsbury waits until the second half of the year to for his team to start to look like crap. Right now it's looking like he just skipped the first half of the year and just went right to the second half of the year. I don't like any. I don't like a lot of what I'm seeing in Arizona. Definitely a team I'm very careful betting for, and definitely a team I feel comfortable betting against against a good team like the Eagles. We're gonna lay the five with Philly and lock it in and get that money. Next game is the Dallas Cowboys getting five and a half points at the Los Angeles Rams. Totals forty three and a half. My initial lean here was to take the Rams. Um, not so much laying the points, but at least to win the game as far as parlays go. But their offensive line is dealing with injuries. They looked awful against that San Francisco front. And now they have to face a Dallas front that is also really good rushing the passer. Micah Parsons has just been a freaking game wrecker. So I, for the most part, am staying away from this game. I would be tempted to take the points with Dallas, buy Dallas up in some parlays if um, – I think whoever does win this game, it's it's going to be within a touchdown. 
So I would lean the points with Dallas, lean the under. And um, beyond that, we're going to move on. And next is our Sunday night game, the Cincinnati Bengals plus three and a half at the Baltimore Ravens. Totals 47 and a half. Like Cincinnati here, getting over a field goal. The Baltimore Ravens defense is is just been a sieve in the passing game. And when Zach Taylor actually allows Burrow to do it, the Bengals are a pretty good passing team. As long as they can protect him, like I definitely see the Bengals scoring some points here. And uh let's not let's not forget. I mean, this is this is a division game against the two best teams in the division. And generally these types of games are pretty close. So we're getting over a field goal with Joe Burrow and the Bengals, who seem to be improving by the week. I like it. We're going to lock it in and get that money. And our last game of the week is our Monday night game. The Las Vegas Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are laying seven, totals 51. I'm going more off of last year than anything else. Uh, The Raiders took one. Kansas City took the other. I believe the second one was uh, by seven or less. So nothing more in the lean here to Kansas City. I do like I do like them to get the job done at home as far as the win goes against a Vegas team that has not looked great to start the year. But um, at the same time, Kansas City's offense has looked a little inconsistent without Tyree Kill. So I'd like to see a little bit more. So we're just uh, nothing more than the lean to KC and liking them on the money line. And uh, as far as the week five slate, that's all the games. So we're going to move on to our money pick summary here. And we already got the Broncos minus three as a loss. That sucked. We got the Dolphins minus three. Lions plus three. Steelers plus 14 and a half. Vikings minus six and a half. Chargers minus three. Tampa Bay minus nine and a half. San Francisco minus six and a half. Philly minus five and a half. Bengals plus three and a half. And we also have two teasers. We're teasing the Vikings down to minus one and a half because they ain't losing to the Bears. And we're teasing the Jags down to minus one because they ain't losing to the Texans. And on the, in the second one, we're doing 49ers down to minus a half because, again, they're not losing to the Panthers. And KC down to minus one because we feel real good about them getting the job done at home against the Raiders. So last week, we actually got a teaser win. Hopefully, we actually go two for two this week um, as far as the teasers go. Rest of the picks, feeling really good about them. Let's, uh, let's start to climb this. Let's start to climb the mountain here into uh, profitability. And with that, everyone knows what time of the week it is. It's my favorite time. It's time for some parlays for the people. All right, everybody, it's week five, which means it's after week four, which means we should start to be getting them units a lot more consistently here across the board. So let's start, let's do that with the parlays this week too. 
And this week's lotto, we're going to go Packers money line and under 51 and a half. Saints money line and over 37 and a half. Steelers plus 18 and a half and over 41 and a half. We expect points on both sides in that matchup. Vikings minus six and a half and Bears team total under 17 and a half. The Bears just are a horrible offense and uh, we're just taking a little bit of a flyer there to try to bump up the payout here. Jags minus seven. Dolphins. Dolphins minus three. Tampa Bay Bucks minus six and a half. Chargers minus two and a half. San Francisco 49ers minus six and a half. And Panthers team total under 15 and a half. Similar to what we did with the Bears there. Panthers offense hasn't been very good, and now they're going against an elite defense. So we're adding that in to bump the payout out. Payout up. Philly minus five and a half. Dallas plus eleven and a half. Cincy plus three and a half and over 41 and a half. And the Chiefs money line, which give you 19 legs. And plus 281,931 on the odds, which means a $100 bet will win you $281,000. Which means a $100 bet will win you $281,931 in two cents. All right, moving on to the middle tier here. We're going to keep that Packers money line at under 51 and a half. Get rid of the Saints money line at over 37 and a half. Bump the Steelers up to 24 plus 24 and a half and the total down to 37 and a half and take the over. Uh, we're going to get rid of the Bears team total. Just keep the Vikings minus six and a half. We're going to change the Jag spread to the money line. Change the Dolphins spread to the money line. Keep Tampa Bay minus six and a half. Get rid of the Chargers bet altogether. Um, get rid of the Panthers team total and keep the 49ers minus six and a half. Keep Philly minus five and a half. Get rid of the Dallas plus 11 and a half. Bump Cincy up to plus eight and a half and over 37 and a half. And keep the Chiefs money line. And that is 13 legs for plus 11,194 on your odds, which means $100 bet will win you $11,194.03. And lastly, it is our Get It Out Jail Free Parlay, which I'm. And we're, we're due. We're due. we got to start hitting some of these. And we're going to start with the Packers money line and under 51.5. Obviously, we really like that. Vikings money line, Jags money line, Tampa Bay money line, San Francisco 49ers money line, Philly money line, KC money line. And Dolphins buying some points. We're going to take them at plus 4.5 if they lose that game. I just don't see how it's more than a field goal. So we're just being a little extra cautious here for the get out of jail free. And Cincinnati, same thing. Uh, I think if, I think that if they do lose, it is a one-score game. So we're going Cincy plus eight and a half there, and that is ten legs plus twelve ninety-nine on your odds, which means a hundred-dollar bet will win you one thousand two hundred and ninety-nine dollars on your get out of jail free parlay. We like that a lot this week. Let's get a win. Let's get a lot of wins and a lot of units for everybody. Hope you all enjoyed this week. And we're gonna keep we're gonna keep trucking on here, keep getting them picks, hopefully getting them winners. And again, hopefully we will have uh, our buddy Big Boofy and Tony back here with us very soon. And with that, wish you guys all luck. Let's get that money. <laughs>